The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what was said and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. And then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of David his father, and he will rule over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, how can this be, since I have no relations with a man? And the angel said to her in reply, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age, and this is the sixth month for her who was called barren, for nothing will be impossible for God. Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. And then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The very essence of the rosary is Our Fathers, Hail Marys, and Meditation on the Mysteries. Everything else is non-essential. Let me repeat that. The essence of the Rosary is Our Fathers, Hail Marys, and Meditation on the Mysteries. Every other prayer that we add to that is not a bad thing, but an optional thing. And it is important that we recognize that. It is important that we recognize the core of the rosary, because as often happens, we often lose ourselves, as we do in other aspects of life, in the extraneous details and knock ourselves off the fundamental, solid core of things. 
And so as I repeat this, the essence of the rosary is Our Father's Hail Mary's meditation on the mysteries. If we want to understand the greatness of the rosary and the nature of the feast that we celebrate today, Our Lady of the Holy Rosary, we need to understand this. And the more we understand that the greatness of the rosary is not found in miracles that were worked through praying it, the greatness of the rosary is not found in the other things we add to it. Not that any of that is bad or useless. But the very essential greatness of the rosary is found in what, it, what fundamentally makes it up. Our fathers, Hail Marys, and the mysteries of Jesus Christ. Why is that so important? Because of where all of this comes from. The rosary is indeed a heaven-sent and heaven-given prayer. And not primarily because Our Lady appeared to St. Dominic and taught him the rosary. It is a heaven-given and a heaven-sent prayer because that is where the Hail Mary and the Our Father come from. Note that these prayers that are the essence, the essential structure of the rosary, note where they come from. The Our Father is the prayer of the Word of God, Jesus Christ himself. It is not composed by a merely human author. It is given to us as a gift from heaven itself. It is the spirit of the prayer of Jesus Christ. And the Hail Mary, likewise, is not a prayer of any earthly composition. As we just heard in the gospel reading for today, that prayer, which is the vital beating heart of the rosary, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. That, likewise, is a prayer composed not on earth, but in heaven. A prayer spoken for the first time by no earthly lip at all, but by the lips of an angel, spoken from heaven by a heavenly voice. All of the other prayers that we like to add to the rosary do not have that characteristic. Note the difference. Note the difference. These prayers, these prayers contained within sacred scripture itself, within the deposit of faith, these prayers, when we pray them well, have us speaking not in an earthly language when we say them, but in the language of heaven. And so there is an element to the rosary 
that as we pray it, Hail Mary by Hail Mary, our Father by, by our Father, that involves us speaking to God in God's own language. Speaking to God in the language of God himself. Calling out to heaven in the language of heaven. Note how marvelous that is. This repetition of Hail Marys in groups of ten. A continual speaking, in fact, on our side, a lisping after that glorious speech of heaven. And note how important that really is, because just pause a moment and consider, over the course of a typical day, what is the language that really comes out of your mouth? What is the language of your thinking? The language of your feelings? The language of your social interaction? And we see very quickly that most of our speaking is in a decidedly non-heavenly key. And undertaken in a decidedly non-heavenly spirit. And so note the power of the rosary, where it's not just a single Our Father and a single Hail Mary, but many. And why many? Simply to allow us to breathe in the spirit of the speech of heaven so that it might have a chance of rooting itself in us. That, the language, that my heart learns not simply to lisp in the glorious language of heaven, but to beat in time to the movement of heaven itself. So note that simple structure of the rosary. Each decade begins with an Our Father. What do we do at each decade? We drink in the spirit of the prayer of Jesus Christ. Lord, teach us to pray. When you pray, say this. Note how repeatedly through the rosary and all of its transition points, we pause and seek to learn again and apply what we have learned of the spirit of the prayer of Christ himself. And what follows after that? Then we turn and we speak directly to Our Lady. But we speak to Our Lady not merely in the language of our need, not merely in the language of our own affection, we greet her with the affection of heaven itself. St. Louis de Montfort beautifully says, of all of the prayers ever composed in honor of Our Lady, of all of the glorious hymns ever written in her honor, None of them, none of them rises to the dignity of hail full of grace. The Lord is with you. 
There is no greater Marian prayer than those simple words. The words by which not we, but heaven, won her heart. What a remarkable truth that is. Is the rosary important? Oh, yes. Is the rosary a mighty thing? Oh, yes. But not because of first because of its accidental aspects, but because of what it is made, of what it consists, of that which comes from heaven. But to simply say that these words come from heaven is not enough. Because what comes from heaven most fully is salvation. And it is by those words, hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you, that salvation comes to this world. This is not simply a greeting that Gabriel gives to Mary. This is the announcement that salvation has come. As that greeting sounds in Our Lady's ears, the word is ready to become flesh for us and for our salvation. By these words, the universe is changed. By these words, everything is made different. By these words, Christ comes to you. Note how marvelous that is. Jesus has one way to you, and that is through Mary, with Mary, in Mary, and by Mary, because that is the one and only way he has chosen to become incarnate in our world. So the remarkable thing about praying those words, hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. On the one hand, we stand on the side of heaven speaking to Mary in that glorious language that announces the arrival of the long-awaited Savior. And yet, on the other hand, even as we say them, we still remain the recipients of the benefit. By this greeting that heaven gives you, Jesus Christ, great and powerful, comes to me. And that is the heart of the rosary, the vital beating heart of the rosary, the drumbeat of the movement of heaven. And the more we recognize that and surrender to it, the more our own lives, our own hearts begin to beat in time to that rhythm of the Almighty's desire to save this sin-fallen world that he loves so greatly. But the rosary is not simply a matter of prayers that we say. It is a matter of something that we do while we say them. 
The rosary is not just our fathers and Hail Marys said in a certain sequence according to a certain pattern and after a certain number. It is that. And it is that because the speaking of heaven, the way of heaven, is never disordered, never chaos. And so note how orderly, how ordered the rosary is. A definite length, a definite structure, a definite shape, a definite rhythm. Because the will of God puts things in order. And the more our hearts beat in time with the beating of the heart of heaven, the more well-ordered our lives become. But what is that order? He has a name, and his name is Jesus Christ. And that is where we now turn to the other heaven-sent aspect of the rosary, which is the mysteries of Jesus Christ. He, the heaven-sent Savior, he who in himself is the fullness of divine revelation. And let me stress that. It is not the Bible. It is Jesus who is the fullness of divine revelation. And so if we would know the Lord and his way for us, we must gaze on Jesus and know him. And so what do we see? Just as Jesus Christ, great and powerful, becoming flesh, is enclosed, marvelously, impossibly, cloistered within the tiny confines of Our Lady, so within the rosary are enclosed all the mysteries of Jesus. Note how beautiful that is. The mysteries of the Lord enclosed in this tiny, apparently fragile container. And here we find them in all of their riches. Note how beautiful that is. The full wealth of Christ the full wealth of his mysteries contained here for us. But how do we meet them? In an orderly sequence. So that just as during the year through our masses we follow an order given to us by the seasons and the mysteries of the life of Jesus, so too in the rosary our meditation and our prayer is put into order by the regular unfolding before us of the life of Jesus Christ. It is not some arbitrary order that we surrender to, but the rhythm, the pattern of the mysteries of Jesus. But note the secret here, the greatness. Because the essence of the rosary is not simply our fathers and Hail Marys 
and not simply our fathers, Hail Marys, and mysteries that we name and then never think about. It is our fathers, Hail Marys, and meditation on the mysteries. And this is the secret power of the rosary. Because while we meditate on the face of Jesus in his mysteries, we are not simply sitting and thinking about it. We're talking to somebody. By saying those Hail Marys, our hearts are moving in time with the speaking of heaven. And we're turning to that one who has cloistered all of his fullness within her. Even as we look upon the face of Christ, we speak to that one who knows him better than we do so that she can direct our thinking, so that she can surface and point out to us those things that we so easily pass over and miss. This is not Bible study. Oh, this is something mightier than that. We're not simply reading the scriptures and thinking. We are meditating on the life of Christ in the company of that one who knows him better than anybody. How beautiful is that? That Our Lady's vision, Our Lady's knowledge might enhance, enrich, amplify our own. Our Lady of the Rosary. The word rosary, we we say it all the time, and we rarely reflect on what it means. What is a rosary? Before it's beads on a string or a chain, it's a garden of roses. It's a place where roses are raised and come to bloom, that they might be picked and savored. What an interesting expression that is, this garden of roses. Our Lady has long been called the secret, the enclosed garden of God. Father de Montfort calls her the new garden of paradise. This garden of whom we hear from the lips of Gabriel, hail full of grace, filled with the abundance of heavenly goodness and blessing, ready to burst forth into full flower. And she is that prior to the word becoming flesh. And it is in the soil of this rich garden that the seed of salvation plants himself. And if she is full of grace before the word becomes flesh, by what earthly title could we even consider naming her afterwards? She who is now the dwelling place of God the temple of the Almighty. She who encloses within herself that infinite vastness, that unspeakably deep goodness. And when we pray the rosary well and attentively, in a sense, what do we do? We enclose ourselves in this garden. 
And it's there that we sit as we speak to her and gaze upon him whom we rightly name fruit of your womb. And where does one find fruit? In an orchard, in a garden. Note how marvelous it is. How right it is. The rosary in its essence is one of the greatest symbolic representations of who Our Lady truly is. It is one of the most beautiful and powerful means of prayer that heaven has given us. And note how fundamentally simple it is in its essence. We're the ones who make it complicated. And again, that's not to say that the other things that we add to our praying of the rosary are bad. The church has a long tradition of adding supplemental prayers to help us focus ourselves. But it is always vitally important that we never lose sight of what the rosary is in its essentials. Everything else can be left out as long as there are fathers. Hail Marys and meditation on the mysteries. What a simply beautiful thing that is. But note how powerful, how very powerful. And what a great gift to speak to God in the language of God and to rest ourselves even for a time in that great garden where the Lord himself took his rest and his delight and there to know him, because it is in the great garden of Mary, and for us on this feast day in particular, in that great rose garden of the rosary, where in a way, very much like what happened at the beginning in Eden, in a garden, God walks with man and has communion with him. And here in this garden, in just a few minutes, that same Lord will come to us who have gathered here on this feast of Our Lady of the Rosary and in this garden dedicated to Our Lady from this altar. He will walk with us and He will walk within us. And as that happens, just hear the echo in your heart as He becomes present within you of Gabriel's word. Hail, full of grace, because by that greeting to Mary, he comes to you. Amen.